Sandra Storm here from My Feminine Heart and Lindsay Taub, image consultant and your stylist. So we get commented on all the time about uh, our friendships and the way that we talk to each other. And we've actually done full presentations talking about this out in the transgender community. Uh, and one so of the many things, times. yeah, so many times. <laughs> um, and to us, it's second nature. Um, mm -hmm. But there are some things that we noticed that we thought we could help people in the community and our groups uh, make their friendships deeper and create new friendships. Uh, a lot of times when I see people introduce themselves, even in my feminine heart in the Facebook page, when people are like, "Tell me about yourself," the key thing they share is well, I'm transgender or I'm post-op or I'm part-time. And there is so much more to all of us than just whether or not we're a part of the community or, or where we are in, in our gender. Uh, so we wanted to help everybody make new connections by creating brand new conversations. Yay. So <laughs> I'm gonna explain the rules and we're gonna give you a little example of how this will work. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be for social and it's not just a social where we're in a big room and we're going to chat. The social has, because it's Cass and Lindsay, has rules. <laughs> um, um, surprise. <laughs> the title of this social is Show and Tell, a social exercise to create the development of new friendships. And our theme is share something about yourself we don't already know based on a season. So um, for example, we're all gonna go around and we're gonna talk about ourselves with one thing. We're gonna share one thing for 30 to 60 seconds. It's not a lecture series, I'm gonna buzz you. If you go over a second, 60 seconds, you will get buzzed. So keep it short and quick, but make it memorable. And that's why it's show and tell because I'm a visual person. Lindsay, you're a stylist. Like you've gotta be pretty visual too, right? I'm all visual. Yeah, I can do anything visually past that <laughs> so you don't have to show something but if you have something handy it can help so mm -hmm. we're all going to go around and we're going to share something that is unique to us that is going to help generate a conversation with people that either they're already our friends and it's a new conversation or a way to introduce ourselves to somebody who hasn't met us before and we all have things that we share that are super obvious things um, if you spend five minutes Googling us, I think you're going to know that Lindsay likes clothes and she cares about style. You're going to know I'm a photographer and do yoga. <laughs> um, I feel like guilty is charged, right? Yeah. And if you've watched any of our videos, you, you have to know at this point that we're both dog moms. So oh my gosh, please, everybody. Yes. We love our pets on a whole different level. So think of what is your thing that everybody knows and then strike it out because you're not going to share that thing because they already know it. So we're going to share something new and we're going to tie it to a season, spring, summer, winter, or fall. So um, we're going to go all around in a room. We're going to share one thing and then we're going to break out into smaller conversations. And then after the social is over, everybody has homework to reach out to three to five other members about the thing that they shared. So it won't That's be so weird. Exciting. Yeah, it won't be weird. No, because it's everybody not at goes, all. Yeah, it's your homework. And I'm going to accountability check too. I want to make sure everybody's reaching out and finding a way to connect with somebody about the thing that they shared. So if you're wondering, what can I share based on a season? Um, I will start. 
So something that people may not know about me is I am quite the gardener. <laughs> um, we grew up with landscaping and working in the yard every single weekend in my family. Um, my mother's yard was notorious for having all these flowers and plants. And I apparently recreated that unwittingly in my home. I have 15 rose bushes on my property and I have an organic vegetable garden. And these, this is my show, are pickles grown from organic cucumbers from my garden. And side note, um, I learned to can from Joanne Carroll, who's the um, co-chair of the Keystone Conference. So thank you for Joanne. And that's a little 60 seconds of something about me. So if there's anyone out there who loves to garden or works in the yard, or they don't know the first thing they want to do and they want to get into it, like Lindsay, and I think I'm gardening for you this year, right? Yes, please. And thank you. And canning for me too, because I want some of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. So those are things that we can talk about. And we have, and that's something where Lindsay and I met because of our jobs and because we met at a, you know, a conference event. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But our friendship grew because we got to know these things about each other. And um, when I shared with her that I have so many roses and plants on my property and I'm always splitting them and sharing my perennials with people, Lindsay was like, I'm moving into a brand new house and I have no landscaping. Literally none. Still yes. none. Yeah. So we so have this plan. Yeah, we have this plan. And I'm going to be making a special trip down to Lindsay's this spring to check out her property and plan out our landscaping. So oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Don't get me that excited. <laughs> so so yes, that is literally how it works. Now, Lindsay, your turn. You show it okay. in a second. Well, fun fact about me that I don't think anybody really knows unless you really 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 know me um is every august september italian prune plums come out and i make them like nobody's business um well i don't make them obviously but i make these plum tarts like it's it's huge and i go into mass production mode and i get made fun of and i don't care um i get made fun of by the farmers <laughs> that I sourced the plums for because I would say last year, even in COVID, I still made them. And I purchased over 125 to 160 some odd plums for these tarts. It's so seasonal, only in the late, late, late spring, early fall is when these are available. And really for me, they're more of a um, memory. When my father was alive, he used to make these tarts all the time, obviously seasonal. And so it was just something that when I found the plums, because it had been at least 10 years since he's passed, that I never made it, I never thought about it. I just, and then I went to the grocery store and found the plum tarts. I got the recipe and I've been now feverishly making tarts for over, five or six years at this point, but I make them to the point of nausea. And then I stop for the whole year and then I'm done. Yeah. So, so that's, that's funny. So I knew some of this because um, I think that's my plum tart. This is actually Cass's plum tart. I was <laughs> able to finally give out those that I needed to freeze to certain family members because I couldn't see them. I just saw them. So 
this is the last one of the freezer. My husband is upset. He can't have it. He has to wait until September. Oh, and I have to admit that through the season, like every time I would talk to Lindsay, she's like, I have to go get more plums and I'm making more plum tarts. Oh she gosh. made so many. I thought they were this big. No, they're yeah, like individual plum tarts. Yeah, they're mama jamas. Mm-hmm. And I forgot, like, literally, this has been waiting for you since the fall because of COVID. Well, I've been difficult. waiting very patiently. I'm not a patient person by any stretch. So I think that I, I've learned some patience over 2020. Yeah. And I have mm-hmm. to say, as much as we know about each other, um, one of the things that I never wanted to ask that I just learned for the first time, Lindsay, I didn't know that your dad had passed. Yeah. I'm so was, no, thank you. It's been, it will be 20 years this month, actually. Um, and it was, it was a freak accident, just a complete here one minute, gone the next. And that was it. So, you know, as with, I, I mean, I don't know what to say. Like it's, it's no, death. but that's, it just, you know, that's yeah. a whole other thing that we got from that 60 seconds. Cause I, I, you know, you'd always talk about your mom and I would never hear you talk about your dad. And I thought, mm-hmm. well, I don't want to ask in case that's a sore subject, but yeah. You know, he's just passed. Yeah. I make so many ancestral recipes when I'm baking. Like we have recipes through the generations. I think that's such a great way to connect. You know, it is, you know, again, when he passed away, I had just turned 20 and it was, you know, you're grow going through that phase in your life where you're just coming out of being someone's kid. I mean, you're not ever not somebody's kid, but you're going into to an adult so you're taking that relationship to a totally different phase and he's not just my dad he was becoming a friend and we had a lot of musical interests and then it just like that so when I found the recipe and I just I remember him making it it just it was something for me to connect or further feel connected to and that's because let me tell you I I'm good I don't like to cook I'm not interested in it I'm baking I'll do but I could care less but this this is totally different just because it brings up a, a, a wonderful emotion so and then I share it with everybody because it really is just that good and I love the story with it too of like how you prepare it like you're not just going and buying plums at the grocery store like you're going out to like the orchard specific specific plums I mean they're only like that big they're not your traditional plums at the grocery store I have harassed Whole Foods I have harassed Wegmans I have harassed you name the grocery store I've harassed them and my poor husband feels awful when I do it because it's harassment straight up not gonna pretend like you gotta get those plums and look at like how much more we can talk like to each other but that's Okay, so can I just say, for anybody who doesn't know, this is called threading. When you can start a conversation at point A, and it loops into different conversations, and then you bring it all the way back to point A again, that's actually called threading. And that's how you can make conversations. So if you are meeting somebody new, and you just have, and you don't know what to do, go into it thinking of questions that are open-ended versus yes, no. And because that invites more conversation. And if that's the goal to have continuous or, you know, some conversation as far as wanting to get to know somebody, you don't have to go invasive on them, but just, you know, that you're listening, you want to ask those types of questions that are open-ended. So remember that everybody. Because there's more to us than our jobs. 
Oh God, yes. There's more to this beautiful community than just that you are transgender. Let's let's get deep. Let's share. Let's have some fun. Um, remember, so find something for it that ties with, ties with the season. Do you woodwork or boat in the summer? Do you cross-country ski in the winter? Do you have a vacation home somewhere and it's all tied around like you go there every like winter or every summer? You know, there are so many things that we can learn from each other. What was your first car? It could be something so trivial, but it, you know, and it doesn't have to be so personal if you're not comfortable. But nope. it can be trivial and it just, it's opening it's up another you. way to have a small talk conversation. I can talk about gardening for hours and it doesn't reveal mm -hmm. anything personal about myself. Mm -hmm. You, however, okay. talk about baking and boom, we have like a life story here. Well, okay. So if you didn't already know, I clearly have nothing to hide and I have no shame, <laughs> shame in it. So I'm an open book. So I don't, I mean, if I don't want you to know something, promise you you'll never see it come to the light of day I will never I don't I don't have a problem sharing and oversharing if you don't already know me but whatever your comfort level is at home find something that fits your comfort level but we will buzz you if you share something that we already know and we will buzz you if you go over 60 seconds so remember that keep it short sweet if you have something to show, show and tell. If not, don't worry. The important thing is, is to create a new conversation. So, so excited to socialize with all of you. Start these new conversations and get to know you even better. Mm -hmm. Lots of love to you. And we will see you at the social. Bye. Bye.